let's see how this works out. I've had uh, issues with recording episodes for a certain amount of time. I know on here you can do 30 minutes, but 15 minutes is you'll get a good episode out of. Uh, I'm using my laptop right now. On my phone, I can only do five minutes, maybe 10, depends. Um, but I have to keep hitting refresh so that the episode can download. Right now, I'm trying to download Twitter on my laptop, the app, so that I can start doing these um, Twitter spaces on my lap. I can have a choice on where I want to watch the Twitter space. I can either do it on the my laptop or my phone, and then I have to download Twitter on my tablet. So I'll have three different um, places to go. So uh, the reason why I am doing this episode is because I wanted you guys to listen to a result. Oh, so excuse me if, you know, you hear like a pause or... I'm going to listen to this episode after, and if it doesn't sound right, I'm going to re-record it, but um, hopefully everything goes right, and if there's just a little kinks here and there, if I fade in and out or whatever, it's it's the computer, and it's just acting wonky because I'm downloading Twitter. I don't know how long it's going to take for the app to actually download. It's not telling me. It just says pending, and it's scrolling, so spinning, rather. So I want you guys to listen to this. Uh, what I I responded to somebody that made this tweet, and this is the tweet that they put up. Uh, his wealth is definitely going to these white kids. His family should dispute it. Um, and then he posted a picture up that says he's not alive anymore. We can stop pretending these white kids came from Michael Jackson. And you guys know that infuriated me to hear that. So I'll tell, I'll let you know my response, but I want to say this. One of the reasons why a lot of mixed race children don't embrace the black community, especially, well, I'm not going to say especially, I'm just going to say mixed race children because my younger son is mixed race. So what we want to call mixed race, I don't really think he is, but um, his, his dad is Hispanic. I'm not going to say where his dad is from. Cause I've said it before. I'm not going to keep putting my son out there like that. He'll talk about himself if he wants to, but, um, so I'm just going to put all mixed race children in this category. Cause the world wants to label them as such. A lot of the reason why kids who have a black parent don't embrace their blackness is because of stupidity like this. Ignorant ass black people that have something nasty to say and they try to make you prove your blackness. I was raised with that. I wasn't raised with that. I was I had to endure that growing up. People would say I sounded white, I acted like a white girl, I dressed like a white girl or I behaved like a white, you know, acted and behaved the same thing. But I, my mannerisms were more white than anything. All the, I got, I got really ridiculed and put down by the black community when I was growing up. I suffered a lot of, um, unnecessary emotional and mental, it's, you know, psychological abuse. I can say psychological. I was abused by my own people from the time that I was a little girl. And I still get a lot of the backlash about 
how black am I? So if I'm not participating in a certain group that a bunch of black people are, are in, you know, into, um, if I'm not doing this and I'm not black enough, if I'm not doing this and I'm not black enough, if I'm not loving a black man throughout all and anything, I'm not black enough. Um, a lot of you know me from Michael Jackson's fan base. So, um, my big thing was I wanted to talk about Michael as the man that he told everybody he was. And I wanted everybody to see that he was black. It wasn't talked about at all in his fan base. So I really wanted to pull that home. And then we had this lion-ass film that came out in um, 2019. And I really wanted to combat that. So I made this video and then I came out and I made this hashtag and I said, Wade and James do not speak for me. That's, you know, the hashtag and that fucking video trended for like weeks and it's still, people still use it to help defend Michael to this day. And the reason why I made the video is because I am a survivor of child sex abuse and military sexual trauma. So I felt it necessary to put myself out there because Michael gave me everything I needed to live. I, I needed in order to get through this life. Um, you know, he, every song he had, every, every lecture, every performance, every, his, his entire life just encapsulated everything that anybody would need to get through this life. You look at him as a child, he got through that. Look at him as a, as a teenager. He got through that. You look at him as a young adult. He got through that. You look at him as a grown man. They wouldn't let him survive. They made him. They they murdered him at fifty. So the reason why I I I advocate and the reason why I stuck my neck out there for him is is you know all that and, and so much more. I can't really explain it all in 10 minutes, but so I, you know, wanted to show people that look, here is a survivor of child sex abuse. And I've told my story and I have been set aside and put aside by family members. Um, and they distanced themselves from me because I told on my dad. And people in my family, I'm not going to say who it is or which side of the family or anything, but people in my family feel like I should not have said anything. And that's because people sometimes, and I'm not going to say it to my family members, but the reason why people don't want you to tell sometimes is because you'll open up their, their shit. But that's, people don't. You know, it's, it's, it's whatever. It happened to me. I tell my story. People don't like it. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Somebody out here needs to hear this because these, these churches and these, um, then the black community, y'all are hiding these secrets and you need to let this shit out. Our black children need to heal and they need to know that there's a place for them to go instead of them having to try to figure it out. One of the biggest problems and issues in the black community is that white supremacy is in everything. 
And a lot of times our thought processes, the way we do things, the way we react to something has a lot to do with how white supremacy has conditioned us. So I wanted to open up that um, that type of conversation in, in the fan base. I got a lot of kickback for talking about Michael being black. So every little thing I did was watched and judged, except for when I was being nice to people. Nobody ever paid attention to me when I was being nice. They only paid attention to me when I was mean. And so I wasn't really mean, but I would call people out. I'd be like, you know, why do you do this? Why do you do this? Why do you do this? And my biggest thing was receipts. If you're going to say something, you're going to be out here defending Michael, have your receipts. So that when the liars came to fucking lie on Michael and talk their shit, you're just like, bam, here it is. This is the truth. You're a fucking liar. Sit the fuck down and shut up. A lot of times there were people that were listening to me and that were doing this, but then there were other people that would just go off and just create all these fucking novels of threads, right? And I'd be like, why do you say all these things and you have no citation, you don't have no proof, you don't have no receipt? Well, the answer I got from some people was like, it's common knowledge. People, No, that's not right. Because it's common knowledge that people were able to dog Michael out and never suffer the repercussions of it. It doesn't mean you should go and fucking do it, right? So that was really irritating to me. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen to this um, to this video. And I, I just, you know, I wasn't trying to be mean. I wasn't trying to pinpoint every single black person. But I wanted to bring awareness to the black community in a way that it will open people's eyes up more about Michael and people, you know, that are like Michael, you know, um, there's so many people out there like him that don't want to say anything that don't want to let people know how soft their heart is and how good they are because of the, of the, of the disrespect that Michael got, they see that. And they know that, look, if I let people know how good of a person I am, how much charity I do, how much of this I do, then I don't get nothing but kickback from people saying I'm a simp, I'm softy or whatever. And so I think a, a lot of people identify with Michael in more, in more positive ways. Um, I think they really, I think people really secretly want to fight for him and want to be out there advocating for him, but they're afraid of the backlash from the black community or other people. Um, you know, and some people are just shy, but I don't believe in being shy. Cause I was, I was shy. I was always shy. I never wanted to do this or that or whatever until I had, um, my teacher, my second grade teacher after my father did what he did to me. And, um, she looked at me and she said she was, it was a white lady and her name was Mrs. Banghart. And I was, you know how you sit next to the teacher's desk and you're facing the wall, you know, you're facing opposite of her. And she, she, um, she was sitting, um, in her seat of, up against her desk. And she looked at me and she said, don't you ever be afraid. She lifted my little chin up. She said, don't you ever be afraid to look somebody in the eyes? Because when I was little, I was always ashamed. I never wanted to look anybody in the eyes. 
because I did not get any kind of sympathy when I was growing up because of what my father did to me. I was always forced to be around him. I was always forced to spend time with his side of the family with, with the agonizing thought of having to be around him as well. And I had, my brother and I had to spend time with him growing up. Um, my brother, he didn't believe that my father did what he did to me or he thought, I don't know what my brother thought, but he and my mother always thought that if I didn't say anything that, that we, we would still be a family today. Um, I don't know how my brother feels now, but I think that my mother is a huge influence on my brother as to far as how he feels about me and what my dad did to me. But a lot of people in my family told me I shouldn't say any, I should not have said anything. And so I'm not really close with my family for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, but I know that a lot of people resent me because I did come out and I said something um, about what my dad did to me. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen to this because I don't want to get emotional, but I want you guys to listen to this and I want you to understand how important Michael is to me and why I do what I do. It's important for me, for people to understand who Michael is, because there is this misconception in the black community that is really deteriorating um, our community. And it's, it's, People, people are walking away from God because survivors are not believed. They're not listened to. We're told to go to the altar. We scream and cry in church and holler. And then after we get home, it's, we're still in that same situation. And we have nobody there protecting us, you know? So I want to be, I want to be that person that stands out. And if people want to feel some kind of empowerment behind what I do, and talk about their story, or if I'm like that place that they can go to and feel comfort because they know that there is another survivor out there speaking and they can use my voice if they want to, to talk about the things that they're afraid to talk about. Um, so I hope I made sense in what I was saying, but I just wanted to help give you guys a grasp and understanding why I defend Michael so hard and why I say the things that I say is because it's it's about Michael and people seeing him in a way that they're supposed to see him and that the world never has allowed him to be seen. And it's also about the Black community. If we understood him more and if we respected him more, we would have respect for ourselves and each other and we would stop all this nonsense out here. We would start listening to each other and embracing each other and understanding each other. This is a... moment where Black people need to see that this isn't just a crazy fan. This is a black woman who has been through hell. Still living in the belly of the fucking beast. And I'm surviving. I am surviving and I am living. 
And I want anybody who was listening through the trauma and the hell that you have suffered as a black person in these in this fucking country, you too can have that same peace. Guys, I didn't expect anybody to call me. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen to um, what I posted up. And uh, hopefully this recording works. I'm going to be so pissed if it doesn't because it's, it's a good one. All right, here we go. Oh it's, this is so hold on one second you guys know how i start i get so exasperated with people in general because i feel like we should be coming further than what we are so i'm gonna go ahead and let this play oh this is this is so fucking irritating having to talk to my people about genetics and dna and all that shit y'all think y'all so fucking smart Y'all think y'all so smart to think you can just look at somebody and tell that they are black. You you so fucking intelligent. You could just do that shit, right? It's irritating. I grew up with that shit, but um, my dad didn't think I was his because I came out so light. He and my mother are dark skinned. But he denied me at first until I started, you know, stopped looking like a baby. I started looking like his mother. I was built like his mother, everything. Every fucking thing. So, when I hear, when I see tweets like this, it just reminds me, you know, of the comments that I got when my older son was born. People thought that his dad was white and his dad was black. He was a black man. And you look at Mr. Joe and Mrs. Catherine, you think you know what their children's children are going to look like. You think you can just fucking come up with that shit out of your head. But without knowing genetics and DNA, you're going to use your eyes and your brain is going to tell you, you know, those kids are not black. But those kids are Michael's kids, unfortunately, for you. They're, they're his kids biologically. He got them. Like he said, he fucking got them. If you go on YouTube, you can see Michael talking all day about his kids. There's so many videos out there. Please educate yourself as a black person. Have respect for the greatest entertainer that has ever lived that is a black man. And still today, his fucking people are disrespecting him. That shit is so fucking irritating. So fucking irritating. So, I want to end with this. For all of the hate that I received in my life and still getting, um, I still love my people and I still love being Black. Being Black is not about what somebody else thinks you should do. Being black is understanding that the people that came before you created this for you so that you wouldn't have to stand under anybody else's umbrella. For nearly 500 years, we had to stand underneath 
somebody else's umbrella and we had to listen to what somebody else wanted us to say, do, be. With the word black, we created this as a people to come together. We created our own culture. Our own culture. Nobody told us this is what you have to do. Our grannies and our great grannies got together in the kitchen and they made their Sunday dinners. Their dinners on the holiday. We all gathered together and broke bread. Those of you that didn't have that, you still understood what that word meant to you. It's our gift from our ancestors. Nobody can tell you how black you are. And don't you ever let anybody tell you that. Don't you ever make anybody have you feeling some kind of way because you don't want to subscribe to their shit. You subscribe to your own shit. And you go out there and you pick and choose what the fuck you want to do because this is your life. Just as I always say to people who are Christians and believe in God, you have your own relationship with him. You have your own definition of what it is to be black. But fall in line with being black first and everything will be okay. That's the only condition is that you are black first. All this other foolishness out here, some black people are talking about this, some black people are talking about that. Fall in line and be black first and everything else. Do what you got to do. Live your life. Marry who the fuck you want to marry. Be friends with who the fuck you want to be friends with. Live where the fuck you want to live. If it makes you happy, do that shit. And don't compare yourself to anybody any culture, any race of people. Don't compare yourself. Look at your life as it is and get out there and do what you think is best for you. Everybody has an agenda. And when they look at you, they want to figure out how you fit their agenda. Most people are not concerned about how to help you build yourself up in your way. They're concerned about how they want to build you up in their way through their eyes because that is a part of white supremacy's conditioning. That sheep mentality, that slave mentality. You don't want to ride with that no more. You don't want to ride with that no more. Lift your head up high. Past the sky. Out into the universe. We made it. We got a lot more to do. But we made it. And we're here. And we ain't going nowhere. 
and ain't nobody gonna stop us. So, with that, I'm gonna let you go. Be blessed, my people. Love yourselves. Respect each other. Most of all, respect yourself. Practice self-love. Get out of that white supremacist mindset, the conditioning. Get out of it. Stop telling people that you have to do this and this and this to prove your blackness. Understand each other, appreciate each other, and unconditionally love each other. Without that, we don't have anything. I want us to be a community and a family. I don't want us to be separate and apart, but I want us to enjoy our unique our uniqueness, what makes us us. That's why I love Mike. That's another reason why I love Michael so much. Cause he was like, I'm not gonna sit up and let nobody tell me who the fuck I am. He wouldn't do what the fuck he wanted to do. And a lot of people are angry because they can't do it. As much as you tell certain people that they can shake out of that and be who they want to be, they'll never do it. And that's not my problem. I'm not ever going to think that I'm not black enough. I'm not ever going to think that I act too white, that I talk too white, or that I behave too white, or that I... Whatever to why I, I'm not going to apologize because I date somebody outside of my race. I don't owe anybody shit. You define what is being black for you. And if you have your black brother and your black sister over there telling you, I'm going to respect you and I'm going to love you unconditionally. Please appreciate them. Get down on your knees and wash their feet. I challenge you. The most beautiful experience is getting down on your knees and serving somebody else that actually loves you. That wants the best for you. (sighs) Will we get there, black people? I know some of us won't. The Bible tells us not everybody is going to make it. That's why it's easy for me to let people go. You don't care. I don't care. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. There's a lot more I want to say, but I got to let y'all go because it's... Time waits for no one. I have things I have to do. And um, yeah. You guys take care out there.